welcome to the Transformational Storyteller Podcast. The stories we tell ourselves and others shape the lives we lead. I'm your host, Dara Lise Lyons. Some of the best stories are told collaboratively, and so I am really excited for today. I have two guests, Zach Medina and Dave Feynman, and they have founded companies together. They are super young, um, super dynamic, and exciting, and fun. And I can't wait to hear more about what it's like to work together in a collaborative partnership that has um, spawned just incredible creativity, inspiration, and innovation. So I'm going to let them tell you the story of how they met and how they started working together. But I am really jazzed to be talking with these two amazing young men about what they're doing, what they're up to, and how they came to create a partnership that is really taking videos by storm. So the story of Viral Ideas actually dates back into high school. Uh, Dave and I, at 16, both started our own companies. They were in the entertainment world, and Dave was doing teen dances, I was doing Sweet 16s. And there was this one time where one of my DJs bailed out and he said, don't worry, I have this amazing kid named David Feynman. I'm like, oh geez, who is this? I showed up, it was Dave. He did an amazing job at the party, and eventually we started becoming friends through that. And then Dave started the zombie run. So I started the zombie run, um, we needed some extra staffing, Zach was there, and I was like, hey man, you wanna, you know, Zach was working on that at the time, I was like, hey, you wanna make a couple extra bucks, you know, work at the zombie run? He's like, yeah, sure, why not, let's do it. So uh, we traveled around together, did that, um, you know, zombie run ended up selling, and um, we started to get some consulting contracts, and Zach and I started to work on them together. Yeah, we, um, we actually, we, we flew out to San Francisco, and we landed our first ever client, and while we are out there, we're like, you know, after it started going well, why don't we actually just turn this into a business? So towards the end of college, I guess it was? Yeah, it was, it was, it was I think, your last semester in college. I had just gotten out of college. Yep. We're like, hey, let's start, let's start a business, you know, and uh, let's turn what we're doing already, in, you know, with consulting, package it up, you know, you know, for corporate video production, package and, and make it an actual business. And, you know, the rest is history. Here we are four and a half years later, you know, we, uh, you know, I think one of the things we're getting into a lot today is talking about the importance of a good business partner. And um, you know, here we are four and a half years together. We work together. Uh, we are roommates. And we pretty much spend every day together you know, building uh, you know, what we believe is an unbelievable company. So um, that's, that's our story. We're excited to share more. Speaking of collaboration and partnerships, I am a, a co-worker at Kismet Cowork. I personally work out of the Chestnut Hill location most times, but they also have offices at Spring Arts in Philadelphia and Maniunk, Pennsylvania. And um, Kismet is an amazing place to work, to get linked up with various people who are doing incredible and innovative things and to just increase your collaboration and your networking. And so um, if you are thinking about co-working, I highly suggest that you go to www.kismetcowork.com and look at the amazing things that they're up to. You can come in, you can experiment, you can work for a day in any of their locations and just get a sense of whether or not 
it's a good fit for you. And if it is, mention this podcast and mention um, me, Dara Lease, and you will get 15% off your first month as a member. Dave and Zach, thank you so much for being here today. I am like beyond excited to talk about you and the amazing things that you're up to and just like the way that you've been able to collaborate and to create through collaboration. I think it's, it's awesome. Well, we're so excited to be here and we're so excited to have a little conversation with you. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I watched your viral videos, like, you know, sort of, um, you've got a video on your homepage that talks a bit about you two and the business partnership that you have, and you describe yourselves as like an old married couple. And I can personally attest to meeting you today, that there is something about their vibe, like, it, you know, where you guys just- We like, give off that old married couple yes, vibe. Yes, you do, you do. Great. Yeah, you seem very young, you know, both of you, you are very young, but like you have something about that old married couple energy. So tell me, like, how does your how does your partnership work? How do you guys navigate that? Yeah, I mean, like, like we said, we started this company about four years ago. Yeah. Um, and Dave, Dave and I were actually friends prior to that. Okay. So we kind of dove into this already knowing each other. But as we started the business, we actually kind of went our own ways, meaning that Dave focused on what he was really good at, yes. and I focused what I'm really good at. And we found out that we have totally different personalities. We both like to be, you know, happy. We're, we're very like up kind of people. But overall, Dave is more of the fast-driven sales side, right? Yeah. And I'm more behind the scenes operations side. So it's a really, really, really great partnership. Yeah. Well, I noticed your attention to detail, right? Like, so full disclosure, uh, before we even started this podcast, I, like, you know, Zach had a water bottle. Dave had like a like a beaker kind of bottle or whatever. And Zach's like. Maybe we want to like you know standardize the glasses, and he's like you know looking at the show sense and stuff. Like I feel like the organization makes so much sense why you'd be yeah. great with client relations. And Dave, you were training, you're training for an Ironman, and like came after having like just done that, right? So like you're going ten thousand miles a minute, and Zach's like kind of smooth things out, right? You, you nailed it. It's like, it, it's like, you know, I'm, I'm scarfing down Chipotle right before, you know, we have this interview and Zach's like, what's in your teeth? You know, it's, yes. it's kind of like, like yeah. that kind of balance kind of helps a lot in the business. And we'll get more into how, like, we think that translates later. But I think it's just like, you know, that little simple, like, thing that you notice is kind of, in a way, what makes the partnership work really well. Yeah, yeah. well, I'm all about, like, I'm a storyteller. Like, it's what I do. Um, and I'm always thinking about, like, character. Right? And like, yeah. who, how do you tap into the strength of your character? And it feels like the two of you have really figured out like, okay, these are my strengths as a character. These are my strengths. And so let me focus on those and also trust that I'm going to be in partnership with someone who has different strengths than I do and trust them to do their thing well. Like, it, it, it's kind of like, I mean, Zach and I talk about this all the time. Like, right? It's, a, it's like almost a weekly conversation of ours. And at a baseline, Zach and I both have a fundamental understanding of who we are, yeah. and we're okay with what we're okay with our strengths. We're okay with our weaknesses, and we kind of acknowledge that, and acknowledge that the other person in our business partnership can, you know, help mitigate some of the risks that are associated with, you know, my strengths, my weaknesses, and same on Zach's side, yeah. and, and and that's kind of what makes the business partnership work so well 
is, you know, in, in a lot of ways, is because we have that, you know, contrabalance of personalities and contrabalance of strengths and weaknesses. Well, how the hell did you come to that, like, strength? So I'm 35, right? You're 25 and 26, and like, I feel like 25 and 26 is really young to get to a place where you're like, I am, I know who I am and I'm okay with it. So like, and your stories might be different of how you got there, but I want to hear a little bit about how sure. each of you came I, to that. I think Dave and I, I mean, both of us since starting viral have gone through a lot of ups and a lot of downs. Yeah. And through those things, you really recognize the, the meaning of life and really like what is most important. And our biggest thing is, you know, if we're gonna do something, let's let's just go out and do it. If we wanna do it, let's do it together. Um, so we're always talking about where we wanna go in the future, right? And how does that fit in with the path of ultimately what we wanna do? Yeah. And then how do our personalities all fit in with that? And that's, you know, oftentimes we'll, we, back to the partnership side is, a lot of people will meet, meet someone at a, at a co uh, networking event or something like that, and then all of a sudden, we're gonna become <laughs> business partners. But in reality, it's, as, as much as we joke that we're like an old married couple, Getting in business together is like getting married. It's worse, actually. It's <laughs> yeah, way worse. It it's way worse. Like you share everything. Everything. Like there's a 700-page contract that like dictates our partnership, yeah. right? Yeah. Like so, it's yeah. it's really important not to just be like, oh, we both like business. We should just get in business together. Like we really got to know each other before we just dove in. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I mean it's like the diff. Like it's like um, you know the difference between like sleeping with someone you don't know and sleeping with someone that you love. And I'm not, you know, because it's. It's like, oh my God, what did I just get into? Like, and how well do I know this person, you know? So yeah, I feel like that it's important to bring that up. It's like, really think about, are we a good match in this area? We might be a good match as friends. We might be a good match as right. like, whatever, training partners for some sort of relay race or something. But it, it, it is a, like, it is a more significant partnership in many ways than a marriage, because if this falls apart, your whole life and other really. other people's lives too yeah yeah I'll, and and what we always tell people is like zach and i dated before we got married yes so what yes. i mean by that is one liner just pulled out of the entire <laughs> yes yeah, yeah yeah well that's your guys thing is like is is pulling out like little bits so so, so let me finish that one liner before it gets yes, taken yes, way yes, out of yes, context yes, yes. <laughs> so um we started out as friends right yeah. so zach and i were friends first and then um we started working on projects together, right? So, th so the start of Viral was actually, you know, three clients run outside of a, a bit of a formal business partnership. It was like, you take half, I'll take half, right? Yeah. And, and we made a couple thousand dollars together before, you know, we started to make hundreds of thousands of dollars together, yeah. right? So it's like, yeah. let, let's, let's first make a little bit together and then get to the next level, right? So, 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 so be before, you know, real money's at stake, see if we can handle it yeah you know? well real money is at stake and also real potential consequences like if it doesn't work out and it's a thousand dollar thing you guys can still be friends or whatever sure. if it doesn't work out and you're you got hundreds of thousand dollars on the line like it's harder to salvage well, you know a relationship after and, that and even beside us right i often look at the client side right yeah the client shouldn't suffer because of a negative uh partnership so, you know, we're in a service-based business. You know, we're producing video, we're, you know, we're helping companies produce their content, right? If Dave and I were to have a scuffle or something behind it, if we weren't a good partnership, they ultimately would suffer. And that's yeah. not fair to the client either. So that's why, you know, great, you know, we may lose everything, but what also would the clients lose? Right. That's how I look yeah, at it. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it's also not fair to the client. Like, I think the client is really helped by the fact that you do have this good symbiotic relationship because I feel like, 
you know, if your strength might not be sales and a client is working with you, you're not going to be able to really help them get to that next level on the sales side. But Dave, you know, because you are so like, go, 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 you know, a client might not be served by someone who doesn't have quite the attention to detail that Zach has. Right. So like, I feel like on both ends, the client is served by having you have a strong relationship. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So I want to know more about, I know you have these two business partnerships together. I want to know more about um, the companies because we've like thrown the names of the companies out. Sure. Like what are the companies and what do they do? So, so Viral Ideas um, started out doing corporate video production. So basically we're a corporate video solutions company that helps companies, you know, ranging from SaaS companies, manufacturing businesses, okay. uh, financial advisors. We help them create solutions around their business to drive revenue using video. Wow. So, so, so that, that's, our, that's our real goal with it. It's a, it's a white glove service. You know, we probably play more on the mid to high end, high yeah. end side with okay. that business. But I would say about two years into the business, we started recognizing that companies have mounds and mounds of content, and even content that we've produced for them, yes. that they need to break into you know, hundreds or you know, dozens of little videos that they need to spread out across the course of a year, right? So, so, you know, so we developed Flexation as a way for them to send us their footage and for us to take that same strategy that we use on the corporate solutions level and bring it down to you know, how can we edit something that's, you know, a two minute video or a one minute video or a 30 second video for social without breaking the bank. So, so essentially that's how Flexation was born as this on-demand platform for you know, utilizing video editing. So, and do you also work for, because I'm sure you know, some of the people who are watching this, who are listening to this, like maybe part of their story, what they're looking to do, part of why they're interested in this podcast is like they want, they feel like they have a message, they feel like they have something to get out there and they maybe don't know quite how to do that. Like, do you work with individuals? Maybe not so much through viral ideas, but like through Flixation, do you work on those kinds of projects? Most of the time for, for Flixation, we're working you know, either with an agency or with a company. So, so, so occasionally we'll come across like an individual that'll come in, but most of the time it's, it's definitely something that's done through companies and, and through ventures. Okay. And what about viral ideas? Is that S- same as well? thing. Same, same thing? Same so you're thing. working yeah. for like corporations and... Corporations yeah, 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 and yeah, some yeah. small businesses, but mostly you know, corporations. What first inspired you to start doing that work? So... I would say Dave and I have always been really passionate about not just the video side. You know, of course, ever since I can remember, I've been video videoing things, and I remember Dave like basically blew up his entire zombie run literally with videos. Yeah, and I want to hear more about the zombie <laughs> We'll get back to that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, but ultimately, we want to bring what goes on inside a company and showcase that externally. So, one of our top things is recruitment videos and culture videos. And we don't go in and we don't sit there and have a script for them to read off of. We want to make it authentic so that we really believe if someone wants to join a company, they should actually know what they're getting into because they're going to spend the next one, two, three, ten years of their life in this company. Yeah. So we take that really seriously. So when, when we're working with you know, these different companies, we'll do a lot like this. We'll literally sit down. Sure, there's a camera there. Yeah. But we're just going to have a conversation with the CEO, Hi. with one of the workers and things like that. And then we pull bits and pieces to formulate the entire story. And what we found interesting too is not only does it help externally because it's so authentic, but it helps internally. Because you may work on the plant and you may not talk to the person over in the other location, but yeah. you see them on video, you hear them talking about you know, the great things 
the company's done and it brings everybody together. Well, and I'll tell you, so I, before like becoming a writer, an actress, a, a comedy improv performer, a yoga teacher, I worked in finance. And um, so <laughs> I worked for a medical education um, company. I was like their second in their finance department. I left that job, got a job working for a hedge fund. I wish I had had access to the kinds of videos that you guys produce because I wouldn't have taken that job if I knew more about yeah. the corporate culture. It wasn't a good fit for me. I wasn't a good fit for it either. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it didn't work out. Um, and so I wish that I had had access to that kind of like platform or recruitment video because I would have said like, oh yeah, I might have the skill set, but this is not the corporate culture for me. Exactly. Which, and, and it doesn't matter if it's not right for you. It could be right for someone else, right? So, oh, so, totally. So, so that, that's kind of what a culture video does. It shows, it, it kind of matches the right employee to your business. Well, and it really is. I mean, like this is a storytelling podcast. It tells the story of yes. the company. It exactly. lets people know like, Oh yeah, and and same thing. Like as with books, right? Like uh, I might love murder mysteries. Someone else might hate them. You know, I might someone sure. else might like fantasy. I might be like, oh my god, you know, I can't get into this. So just to be able to really sink your teeth into like, is this for me? No judgment attached to it, but just is it for? Is it a good fit? And and also, not only does it help, you know, like I said seeing if it's a good fit, but it also helps, you ever think about when you're sitting around, you know, for Thanksgiving or, yeah. or the dinner table and people go, well, what do you do, right? It helps those employees to actually put together what their company does. So actually just watch this, it's like a two minute piece. Yeah. And it really makes everybody proud of who they are and who they work for. Right. So that's, that's another thing that we just really get inspired by, by creating these videos. Well, and I think stories also solidify, right? Like the, the mission statement, the yes. purpose. Like, yes. Because it's really easy if I, if I say to you like, oh, like, who are you? Tell me about yeah. yourself. And it's like, well, I do this <laughs> thing, I do this. Like, I don't know who I am really. But if, but if someone like has to tell their story and repeatedly tell their story, it kind of like, there's an energy behind that. Yeah, of course, power yeah. power behind that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I did, like I very much want to hear about the zombie run, um, how that got started, and just assume that someone knows nothing about the zombie run, because I'm sure some of the people listening and watching are like, zombie what? Um, but yeah, like I, wanna, I want you to kind of tell us about that. Okay, so I'll tell you the story. So, so I started with um, a friend of mine from high school. Um, we were back in high school, and we were, we were both runners, right? So okay. the two of us would, were, were like the kids that would run around the playground at recess, we did, um, we did uh, marathons when yeah. we were in high school. So I ran my first yeah. marathon when I was uh, 16 years old um, and um, always have been into endurance sports and stuff like that. So we were sitting around, we're like, wouldn't you run faster if you were chased? Like in a haunted house, right? Yeah. So the idea came to be through that. So we got to college and we're like, why don't we like pursue this? So we developed this whole concept for Hollywood apocalypse, right? So you run through this 5K course and you wear a flag football belt around your waist. Okay. And the goal is to get to the finish line without of a life being captured or a flag being captured. God, and the people who are capturing are like or zombies like or dressed zombies. like zombies. Yeah, yeah. and they okay. really got into it. They really got into it. So we rolled out the concept in 16 cities. We had about 35,000 people do it. Wow. Um, basically, like a stadium full of people, you know, did it. So all, in you know, all these different cities, and you know, that was it. So and you know, then we kind of moved on to other things. So so but, well, and you moved on, but the zombie run is still. I I'm not is entirely sure. I I, I I think there's still zombie runs, but I think the one that we that we worked on. Um, is, is no, the, but the, yeah, okay. the company that took wow. it over was. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, that's just like how amazing, right? To have this idea of like, I, I'd run faster if I was chased. <laughs> it's true though. You like yeah. absolutely. If someone was chasing after you, you would definitely run as fast as you possibly could. Either 
that or me. Like, I'm super motivated, but I don't like being told what to do. So I feel like if I was, if I, I'd, I'd go one of two ways. I'd either run really, really fast to get away from the people, or I'd just be like, yeah. Fine, you know, so what, like just just abduct me, like yeah. I'll tell you the other part. So like, so I I think everyone in life should tr should do something that's a little uncomfortable, yeah. right? So like we we're just talking over. Like I think everyone should try to run a marathon, like at yeah. least once in their life. So the 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 customers we had for the Zion it was a lot of times their first five k. Like this was what motivated them to do it. And you know now I've you know now in my personal life you know I've kind of moved on to you know, training for an Ironman. But I really think that everyone should try to do a little bit of running or try to do a little bit of biking or something that, you know, it's, it's at a certain level, like it's pretty uncomfortable yes. to like run for a long period of time or a fast period of time. But I th it, it really does mold your mind more than it molds your body. Yeah. And, and so that's why I think, you know, everyone should try to do 5K, 10K, marathon if you can. Like, yeah. like you know, do something that's beyond the limits of what you think is possible for yourself. Or, yes. Or, yeah. Because right. you always go back to that. Like when I, when I, did my marathons like I would always go back to that when something was hard you always go back to the moment where you like didn't think you could finish the race and you're like ah oh, like this will be easy whatever well and I think for me I've really experienced that on a personal level like having come through an eating disorder having come through like certain um you know traumas and whatever in my life it's like oh my god I got through that like I yeah. can totally get through like you know figuring out how to land this new acting gig or figuring out how to finish a book or whatever like the hardest stuff in my life knock on wood is behind you know is is done and i think that those things those stretching outside one's comfort zone does give that like that reference point for resilience yeah, yeah. for sure um so what like speaking of motivation though like what motivates each of you and it might not be a collective answer but like what motivates you to keep pushing forward on the business front and on the personal front I just talked a lot. You can talk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, from the personal side, so it, you know, we started Viral Ideas 2015, um, and ironically, soon after that, I was diagnosed with ulcerative colitis. Um, so I basically there was times where I didn't, I couldn't even go to work. Right, yeah. I was stuck home, couldn't leave. So was in a hospital bed. Oh, so yeah. eventually, I ended up twice in a hospital bed, and the doctors were just like, "Yeah, this is this is not good. We've tried pretty much everything." Right. I was even told, oh, well, we're just gonna cut out and give you a bag. And yeah. I'm like, I'm 22, 23 at the yeah, time. I'm like, yeah, this yeah. can't be it. And I'll never forget sitting in that bed. I had like the tubes and all the other nonsense plugged up to me. I'm like, if I wanna do something in my life, I just wanna do it, right? And kind of back to your point is, if I can get through this, I can get through much more. Yes. And knock on wood, you know, unfortunately I'm still in some heavy, heavy duty medicine, but I'm, I'm much better now, I'm in, in remission. And if I can overcome that, why can't we overcome stuff in the business? And stuff in the business looks so small when you relate it to something on a personal level that's, you know, to that extreme. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and something that like impacts, because health impacts every area of your life, right? Like you yeah. can have a great relationship, but have a bad day with business or whatever. Yep. Like if you're sick, you're just, there is no joy. <laughs> yeah. There's no, there's nothing. Yeah. Um, that's amazing yeah. that you were able to do that. And, <laughs> and people who are listening can't see you, but you do not have a bag. You look great. You're wearing good, like a I'm suit. Good. Yeah, you're totally but good. I mean, there was, there was, when I was in the hospital, I'll never forget, like, we, like, 
Dave came to the house with, all right, we're going to get down to work. Like, we yeah, didn't stop. No, no, no. I, I was like, dude, just, just, it'll be fine. The business will be great. Like, no, he was like, he was like, come to the hospital. Like, let's bang out some work. So I, I, I came to the hospital. Like, it, I, I think Zach. I looked awful. I, he looked awful. But like, yes. like, 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 hit, like you I, know how everyone says, you look great. I was like, dude, you look awful. Like, <laughs> you gotta be honest. He walked in, he's honest. like, oh, oh God. <laughs> I, even after the hospital visit, I, I was at the hospital for two days. I'm like, all right, back to normal. So I would like go to clients' offices. The one client opened the door and went like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> oh, no. That's not how you're supposed to answer. It's not a good greeting, like you never want that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, and, and you know, it's, it's not even something about like just me, it's like back to the relationship part, like we overcame that as a business and personal together. Like he still had to take up a lot of the, the stuff that was going on and still go and meet with clients that I wasn't able to do. So, you know, if we can overcome things like that we, and we overcame a lot more since then. So. What's stopping us? But that's why, I mean, I think like the partnership element is really important. The fact that you guys are there for each other. And I mean, yeah, like it's jokey that you're like an old married couple, but also at the same time, like if you're really like in a partnership with someone, oh, yeah. you've got to be able to, to be there for each other and pick up that slack. And also like, you know, understand that it's not just like, you're not just machines, right? Like you're human beings. Yeah. Partnership um, is human. Yeah. Yeah. Deeply. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, and what for you, David, like what motivates you? So, so, so one of, one of my mottos is uh, be happy, spread happiness. Mm. Right. So I, I think in a lot of ways, you know, when, when I was younger, I, I went through very bad bout of depression. Right. Okay, yeah. And I never wanted to get back to that place. And ever since then, I, I kind of, you know, have designed my lifestyle in a way that just lets me be happy and lets me spread happiness and, and a smile to other people's faces. And, I, you know, through business and, th and through what I do in life, that's, that's what I want to do. Right? I want to be the best, happiest version of myself that just radiates to other people and just allows them to have a smile on their day. And, you know, with that simple thing, I think, you know, everything else just becomes easy. Right. So like, like you know, kind of what Zach said, like, you know, we're, we're only here one time. Like I recently, uh, my grandfather recently passed away. He was the closest person in my life, right? And, you know, just kind of going through that, like eventually we're all gonna end up in the same place, right? Like, like right. and just kind of like looking around at his funeral, like, and like you just see like all these headstones, right? And it's like, you know, I know it's kind of heavy, but it's just like one day, like that will be me, you know? And like, why not spend the life happy? Well, it's like, heavy in a way, but also, have you either of you read Mark Manson's The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck? Okay, well, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, so, but, but all that to say that he talks about, like, how we need to contemplate our own, like, eventual deaths, just because, and not from a place of, like, morbidity, but yeah. the fact that, okay, like, if you're not, if you want something in life and you're not going about making that happen, like, why not? You know, because you only have this one chance. Like, don't you know? Don't be stuck in a dead end job that you hate. Don't be stuck. Or don't in lie. A dead end. Don't lie in bed all day. Yeah. It's seventy two degrees out. Like, let's. I got up. I, I I popped out of bed. It's six thirty this morning. Started my day. It's like it's like why not? Like we're like I'm here. You know why right. not do something fun, exciting? Like right. Start yeah. the day. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, and it's funny because I think people are like, oh you know, figuring out how to make myself happy, like that just means like I'm gonna just like eat whatever I want and not take care of myself and get drunk or whatever. But I found that people who really wanna be happy and spread happiness, like we actually practice pretty good self-care and like are passionate about the work that we do or whatever yeah. because that's what's more meaningful. It, it, you have to put on your oxygen mask before you put on others. You have to yeah. get yourself right. Like, you know, I, 
I do a lot of things to just keep myself healthy, both mentally and physically every day. Yes. And, and that allows me to be in a place that just, you know, yeah, you know yeah. to, to, to kind of, you know, run the business, you know, exist, train for, I'm like, do, every, do everything I want to do, stay confident. So it's like, it, I, I think it all comes from a place of like, you know, that, that one thing, yes. you know, and that practice kind of just allows me to do whatever else I want to do in life and just kind of, you know, live like I'm dying, which yeah. we all are. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, totally. Well, and Zach, you had mentioned, um, you know, that you, the two of you are always kind of like looking forward, right? Like they're always looking forward. And David, you mentioned like, you know, doing everything you want to do. So what are some of the things? I mean, I don't, I don't want you to give away any like trade <laughs> secrets or any proprietary information, but just like, are there things that you're looking forward to doing and collaborating on that you can talk about? I mean, being the best man at Zach's wedding. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Okay. I'm just kidding. He's yeah. not gonna marry. He's, he's very single. But um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I would I would say, you know, our biggest thing that we're always trying to do at Viral Ideas is we understand that you know Dave and I just love living life. So yes. really, we want to be able to wake up and go where we want to go when we want to go with whoever we want to do. Um, it, nothing should really be a restriction, right? You know, if we want to wake up and go down the shore, go, you know, it's just something yeah, simple. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. have to be crazy. We should be able to do that. So ultimately, you know, with viral and flexation, other ways in which we're doing things, we're always constantly trying to look to create some sort of asset okay. so that it allows us to work from wherever. Like for example, this, this, the winter time was killing us. So now we're like planning for next year, how exactly do we set up the business so that we can actually travel to where it's warm? We want to be snowbirds. Yes. <laughs> if we already yes. weren't an yes. old married couple, we want to be the snowbirds. We're going to travel wherever it's warm. But, but being able to, like, I really believe that, you know, work is one thing and work takes up a huge part of your life. But how do you, how do you constantly have a, an asset that is constantly, you know, revolving all around the clock? and also be able to live the life that you want to live. And how do you combine those two together? Got it. So, so if anybody is watching or listening that lives in a warm climate <laughs> and wants Let to us know. Yeah, reach out to you <laughs> and invite you to go over there and do some like, you know, video sh shoots or whatever production stuff over there, like that, that, that would be useful. <laughs> we'll love that. Yes. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. And what were you going to say, Dave? Um, no, I, I, I was just going to say, you know, Asset creation is really like what I'm all obsessed yeah. with, right? You know, like, you know, entrepreneurship, you know, we found, both found something that we're tremendously passionate about. But beyond, like, the, the layer above that is, you know, assets allow you to, assets equal freedom. You know, if you have an asset, that's how you become free, yeah, right? Yeah. And at the end of the day, like, you know, entrepreneurs, you know, a lot of us, you know, me in particular, are obsessed with freedom. You're obsessed with doing and living a life that is truly free of anything and any constraints and any needs in your life. And essentially like, I, I don't want to need anything in my life. I just yeah. kind of just want to sit back and enjoy it. Exactly. So, yeah. so in order to do that, in my opinion, you know, assets are, assets are what you need, right? Yeah, well, and I think the way to create assets is kind of what you both were talking about at the beginning, like being, filling that value for somebody else, right? Because if you are, if you become, like incredibly valuable to someone else. I mean, I think that's why people who go on maternity leaves and their jobs are still waiting for them when they get back. It's because, you know, even that nine months or a year or whatever that they were gone, like that company is like, yeah, but we love you and we want you back whenever you're ready. And I feel like if you're, if what you're doing, if the work that you're doing 
is super like you know valuable to a company or whatever an organization then they will work around your schedule they'll like kind of they're okay with that because you're delivering such like such important content to them exactly it's interesting you bring that up because you know, not only with, with creating assets, but we also look at like the product beat, right? Yeah. So something with, with, with Flixation, for example, is how do you ultimately cannibalize what you're already doing? To your point, you know, your, your one business may be providing value in the current moment, but maybe looking out 10 years, it may not be as valuable for your client, let's say. Yeah. So how do you introduce something, the next evolution of your product, business, service, whatever it may be, to cannibalize your service before something else does, whether it be technology, a competitor, all these other things, so that your next service will actually be beneficial to um, to your clients. So like just like Flixation, you know, we saw a need in that market where it's like, all right, people actually are starting to film a lot themselves. Yeah. They also have a ton of content, but their bottleneck is the editing. All right, well, why don't we just actually in introduce the next evolution of viral ideas, which is Flixation, where they can just send us their footage and we'll handle the editing. Which is like, my, my mind is blown right now because I'm sitting here, I'm like, oh my gosh, all right, I was trying to figure out like, how do we tie together the transformational element and the storytelling element and the corporation <laughs> stuff? And I'm like, because what, you, what you're doing effectively is you're telling stories and the medium through which you do that has shifted, but it's the same thing, right? Yes. And I think we're experiencing that on so many levels like people love stories but like people aren't i mean they might be reading charles dickens but they're probably reading it like in a classroom right and 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 now people are getting their stories through like different mediums or ideas or whatever and it's about can that can the marketplace transition yep. with the way that people can like filter in and accept ideas and stories and like and can you still create an impact but create it in every ever-changing ways yeah well, well we, we used to sit around and draw stories on caves right like yeah, like like so yeah. we always were telling stories yes right yes, so so for, yes. for, for, from the time we were cavemen you know we would draw like the the wolf and like yeah you know yeah, and like yeah, like yeah, don't, yeah. don't leave your you know make sure you hang your meat up because yeah, the, wolf, yeah. the wolf's gonna come eat you if you, yeah, or whatever yeah. like so so from the time we were younger we were we were we were storytellers yes but the medium always has changed and it always will, yeah. right? You know, one day we'll like be in this virtual reality world, and like, you know, I'll be plugged in here. Zach will be plugged in over here. You know, we'll be telling about how, you know, one day we went to a Kissimmee co-working space, and like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> people will be like, what is what is space? We all just like sit in yeah, our pod. Yeah, like, we sit in a pod. Like we're plugged yeah, in, like the Matrix. Yeah, like. You know, what is consciousness? Like, whatever. So, <laughs> let's not go there. <laughs> no, but I think that's so important. And, like, those are, I mean, I think this, like, people, human experiences don't really change, right? They're like Correct. a few storylines. You know, we, we all are going to suffer illness. We're all going to lose people. We're all going to have, like, births and, you know, life events and moments of euphoria and moments of devastation. But, like, but the mediums change the ways that we connect those things i mean i really hear a lot of elasticity in what you're talking about yeah and, and at the end of the day kind of like those stories are what make us human yeah. and like like that that narrative of like you know we all die you know that narrative of you know we all go through hardships yeah. is the same throughout every human so yes. you know we are we are at the end of the day one species so yeah. like like so it's like you know, I don't really know where I was going with this, but like, no, 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 <laughs> but, no. I mean, I'm with you. But, 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 but it, it kind of like plays into the whole story narrative, right? Like, yeah. like people like to tell stories because at the end of the day, they want to realize we're human, 
right? Yeah, yeah. And that's why I like to hear them. Right, absolutely. Well, and so, speak, so speaking of stories, you know, I believe that every story, every narrative that is like good and memorable and deep and rich has some sort of maybe like a lesson or a motto or, you know, just something that like a takeaway for people. And so I want to ask both of you, you know, if you ha looking back over your life, if you had to sort of pick either an individual or as a collective like what you know what story motto would you want people to emerge with like what would the lesson that you would want them to take away be yeah i mean ultimately you know if i if i was to die today let's say i yeah. would ultimately want to be i would want to be kind of remembered or, and seen the story as he went out and did what he wanted to do yeah and you know whether you accomplish what you want to accomplish or don't at least you tried at least you went out and did it I'd rather say I went out and did it and failed rather than sitting, you know, 70, 80, 90 years old and going, I really wish I would have started that company at 25. Yeah. Like I never want to sit and just regret the rest of my life. Right. That's really, I don't want to either. <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully, no, you know, anybody who's listening to this, if, if they're not really doing what they want or there is some like inner hunger for something different, They'll listen to this and be inspired to be like, okay, I'm gonna at least take a step in that direction. I'm at least gonna, maybe I might not finish the marathon, but I'm gonna sign up and I'm gonna get farther than I've ever believed possible or what have you. I mean, so, sometimes it takes like really big life events, you know, yeah. for, for something to happen. Um, you know, not to get like too deep on this, but my, my cousin who was like my sister um, passed away over an overdose oh. just this past August. And, you know, she was 26. And seeing, you know, seeing such a young person pass away in like, out of nowhere, it's like, wow, I want to really live my life, you know, not only for her, but, you know, to ultimately achieve whatever she would be happy for for me and, you know, yes. go out and do what I want to do and, and not sit back and just follow a path that, you know, is... Well, and that also goes back to, like, what we were talking about, like, that that is not, right, like, drugs or whatever, like, some, I think some people feel like, well, that, that is living in a big way, but it's really not, you know, like, doing the thing, seizing the life right. opportunities is like, oh, I'm going to start that business. Oh, I'm going to figure out how to travel. I'm yes. going to like have these amazing, rich experiences that call me to be a higher version of myself, yes. not these experiences that that could have devastating consequences. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah. I, I, would say, I would say that, obviously, but just, just you know, the, 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 one, the one story I like to say is just kind of like wake yourself up, right? Mm. You know, in my own life, you know, you kind of want to, you know, if if you walk down the street, a lot of people kind of look like zombies. Like yeah. like they, they kind of already look dead. Yes. Like yes. inside. Yes. <laughs> and I, and you just walk. You you, you want to be the person that's like smiling and skipping to work. Yes. You know that that's that's who I want to be, right? And that's who I think I am. Well, right? you are. I mean, yeah, you skipped right on in here today. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so so that that level of energy is like just you know, you could do that for yourself if you just make your life your own. And it doesn't mean you have to start your own business or do anything crazy. You could just, you know, own what you do yes. and just kind of, you know, integrate what you do into your life in a meaningful way. And, you know, just, you know, make, make your own version of a difference. And, and that's, and, and whatever that is for you, you yes. know, that, that, that's, that's what it is. What, what it is for me is, you know, you know, be happy, spread happiness. It could be something totally different for you. And, and you know, in a job or you don't have to be an entrepreneur to do it, right? You know, right, you, can, right. you can do it in a job. You could do it anywhere, right? Yeah. So. Oh my gosh. Well, I feel like if I had a corporation, I would want you guys to come in and like 
you know, no, because really I feel like what you're getting at is like the essence of what matters and the essence of what's important. And I feel like that translates real, that translates into the work that you do. Like I think it's like you are inspirational to be around. And I feel like that has to spill out into your clients and into all of your relationships, your relationships with each other, but your relationships like in a broader context with the people who come into your lives. Um, So let's say someone is watching or listening and they want to get in contact with you and find out more about the work that you do or hire you for services. Like how do they do that? Sure. So, so so for, for, from the context of the business, um, our URLs, flickstation.co, viralideas.com, um, are the two uh, are the two websites? Feel free to get in touch. There's chat there. There's you know, a million ways to contact us. Don't worry about okay, that. And we'll put that in the show notes <laughs> yeah. so people can get in contact with you through that. Um, and then um, I'm, I'm and Zach as well are just active on all the social medias. Yeah. So you know, just Google our names and we'll probably yeah. pop up. Okay. And, and it's, and it's Dave Feynman and Zach Medina yeah. and yeah, and we'll put all of that yeah. in the show notes. So that people really can get connected. Yeah, we're happy to connect, you know, whatever. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Well, thank you so much. This was great. Thanks for having us. Yeah, I actually have never had a business partner before because I'm like, I'm like so type A and controlling, but like this makes me actually want to be like, oh, you know, I have a lot of things that I'm not very strong in, a lot of things that I am, but a lot of things that I'm not. And so this makes me like, Huh, like, you know, it's inspiring. It's really inspiring. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. In any new business venture and just in life, there are going to be moments when you get down and you got to get back up. And so uh, to that end, one of our show sponsors is Just Strong, a clothing brand for women. And their symbol, the Just Strong symbol, is the squat because they say that when you get down, you got to get back up. And so um, if you would like to take advantage of harnessing your own strength, uh, go to www.juststrong.com, check out their amazing offerings, and you can get 10% off merely by being a listener and a supporter of this podcast if you enter the coupon code DARALISE10 at checkout. That's D-A-R-A-L-Y-S-E, the number 10 at checkout at www.juststrong.com. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Transformational Storyteller Podcast. As always, thanks to our episode sponsors, our production team at Rebel Hill Consulting, And of course, many thanks to you, the listener. Whoever you are, wherever you are, I hope you're creating stories that empower you and inspire others.